How is the masculine? It cuts off universal intelligence because you're then telling the universe you're going to come up with the how. So great. You go ahead and hustle and work your ass off and think that your best thinking is your best asset. Or you can hold the desire, acknowledge, I have no idea how this could happen, but I know that the universe does. I know that infinite intelligence does. I know that God has the solution. Come on this journey with me. Each week when you join me, we are going to chase down our goals, overcome adversity, and set you up for a better tomorrow. Hi, and welcome back. I'm so excited for you to meet my guest today. She is Gina DeVee, who went from being a broke psychologist, sounds terrible, to a multi-million dollar women's empowerment and lifestyle brand with Divine Living. She's dedicated her career to helping women connect spiritually, start profitable businesses, create wealth from a feminine perspective, new to me, and become highly visible so they can make a global impact. Some of those women include Jen Sincero, you are a badass, who, fun fact, dedicated her book on money to Gina. Gina, thank you so much for being here. Oh, Heather, it's so great to see you again, and I'm excited to be on your show. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to have you here. Okay, so selfishly, I wanted to have you here today for me, of course, for my peeps listening as well. Mm -hmm. But you know, this is something that I think you'll totally understand. First of all, my whole background in corporate America, I've always been very male energy, like move fast, break things, hit the deadlines mm-hmm. and bust through everybody, right? That's sort of been my MO. Strategically, that's just how I was in business. I still am. Anyhow, as I've been out on my own the last couple of years and meeting people like you, women who show up in powerful ways differently, this is how I've seen it, right? It just, it seems a little different and I don't really understand And then over the last few months, I went through this whole thing where my friend was saying, you need to start forgiving people in your life. It's going to allow you to start releasing some of this masculine energy that you have and tapping into feminine. And I was like, okay, that's weird, but I'll try. I don't know. So I'm down this whole weird new path. It's all new to me. So it seems weird. Right. And again, I don't really understand any of it, but I'm okay. Can't harm me. I'll try, you know, that kind of attitude that I'm trying to figure it out and and move forward. But you came to mind. Thank you, number one, for having me on your show. And as I've gotten to know you and followed you on social, and I started thinking, and I mean this in the nicest way, and I hope it comes across that way. But when I first met you, you have a way about you that's very easy or flowing. I'm not like that, right? So I appreciate that you're different than me, that you show up in a different way that I feel like is something, maybe it's something missing for me. Maybe that's never even possible for me. And maybe anyone listening right now thinks that I've lost my mind, but I'm super interested to hear from you if any of that does make sense or connect around your wheelhouse. Totally, totally. I love it so much, Heather. And What we're talking about here is the difference between masculine and feminine energy. And masculine and feminine energy is in both male and female. The issue is Western culture not only worships, but is literally addicted to all things masculine energy. And we've made anything feminine wrong for so long. So let's discuss what these are, and it'll clear up 
everything that you're talking about. And then we'll get you like trusting the feminine way as well. Take you to, I'll take you to the light side, darling. Um, so masculine energy is about everything logical, linear, practical, predictable, tangible, concrete. It's action oriented. It's initiating. It's thinking. It's doing. And ultimately, masculinity is about giving. Femininity is about all things playful, intuitive, spiritual, seeing things not as they are, but as they could be, passionate, joyful, feeling, being. Ultimately, femininity is about receiving. So when we take a look at most known models for success, hustle, initiate, take the bull by the horns. I'll believe it when I see it, the probable, practical, predictable. You need to save for a down payment and your 401k and and all of that. So women will sit there and look at people then who are successful in this energy and say, well, this is what I need to be. I need to be doing all the time, not being. I need to trust my thinking, not what how I'm feeling. I need to take action and initiate regardless if my intuition is saying it's time to take a nap. And I need to be in control. I need to be the one basically giving. And also moms, particularly single moms, mothers of small children, the world thinks that they're in their feminine energy because they're a mother. They're not. They're constantly protecting and providing, which means they're constantly in and must be in masculine energy. So on top of this, the world has said, like, you only play if there's enough time and money left over. Passion has basically been deemed illegal for women or, you know, only for the scandalous types. So it's like, we're not allowed to be these passionate beings. We're, I mean, As a woman entrepreneur, the last thing you are allowed to do is be, right? Because everyone's revering the hustle and crush it. And, you know, you know, you're some sort of second class citizen if you actually enjoy just spending time doing nothing, that that's not productive and that, you know, so we get all these mixed messages. So we've basically been taught to sum it up that it is only safe and powerful to be taking action and to be in the giving position. And it's weak to be feminine and it is unsafe to receive. Like when you think about receiving a compliment, receiving a birthday present, right? Like giving it is so exciting because you're in control, you're in power. You've picked up the present for your best friend and you're giving it some, when someone goes to give you something, like you can just uncomfortable feel that in your gut, right? And you're like, no, no, no. It's just easier to give. And it's what's just created such an imbalance in women's lives and women's bodies in this world in general, because we have not everybody, but mainstream society has lost the feminine arts of actually a spiritual connection which is what I believe your friend was talking to you about and actually believing in something bigger than yourself. Most of us feminine women or most of us women entrepreneurs, we wouldn't probably say that we're not spiritual except for what do you put your trust in? Your funnel, your statistics, your ability to hustle or to receive from the divine guidance inspired at, right? Like there's just like knots in everyone's stomach listening right now, because it, it all of a sudden, what is meant to be source has been taught to be unsafe and frivolous and you can't count on it. 
So literally the feminine slash spiritual way of doing life or business is 180 degrees opposite from what we've been taught. Thank you so much for explaining it that way. I still can't even wrap my head around it. However, two things that you said that are spot on to me were the giving versus receiving. And I didn't know that the male side, the male energy is all about giving. However, it makes sense because I feel very comfortable doing the things that you're saying. Give a compliment, give a gift. I'm very good at that. Take action. I'm good at that. However, for me, my whole life, receiving compliments felt very uncomfortable for me. Receiving a present, you know, oh, you shouldn't have done that. You didn't have to do that, right? Everything you just described. And I'm, I'm super interested to hear what you think. It's very clear how you laid it out that feminine in our society is not attractive, you know, for men or women. But do you think men also are struggling so much to embrace the receiving side? Because a lot of guys are happy to take things for want women to wait on them hand and foot. So what I write about my book, and it's all in chapter three, everyone, just FYI, I have charts about what's masculine, feminine. The issue is more with women than men is what I call the injured feminine instinct. And so because in women, the dominantly the way we are wired is to receive. Now, what we see with men who have an intact feminine side to them, they have no problem receiving their value, their worth, the Rolex, the Maserati, right? Because it's been trained. That is okay for men to receive. And actually men should have received those things in our, you know, depending on what world or social circle you live in. Where the injured feminine instinct comes from is that so often, and this this goes back to like ancient days when like people were upset when they had a daughter and they celebrated when they had a son. Like it just, it has not been safe, revered, celebrated to to be a, a woman, to be a girl on this planet. And so most of us were raised by mothers that weren't taught to receive. And their mothers weren't taught to receive, or it wasn't safe to literally be the gender that you were born. So there's been all this hiding and this camouflaging for women different than men. Men have, throughout the ages, gotten very comfortable receiving authority, receiving money, receiving power, unlike what has been trained and dominated and oppressed in women. So how do you teach people, how do you teach me how to receive then after 47 years? What you said rang true to me. It doesn't feel safe to me to receive. So how do you teach people to change that? Not to make a shameless promotion for my book, but read my book. I take us back to the beginning and it starts out that the epic life is meant for us. The epic life is meant for all of us. And the epic life isn't just the accomplishment. It's not just the business success. It also includes how you get there. And so to me, the epic life, you know, when I was, you know, I started as a broke, struggling psychotherapist. And at first, the goal was just to pay the bills. Then it was to get to six figures and seven, then multiple seven and all that. And like, I wasn't just interested in making $5 million. I was interested in divine living also. So for me, that didn't mean working all the time. I wasn't trying to like, I wasn't like, I'm going to outwork all my competitors. Like that, that is not the epic life for me personally. And so what I realized is I could push my way to the top, like any other quote unquote successful human, or I could let, and I'm going to God, spirit, universe, higher power, whatever, 
When I started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from my mind. Now I'm selling my group coaching on the regular, and it is just so easy, all because I use Shopify. (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to, did we just hit a million order stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling. Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort, thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. I didn't know what I was going to do when I got fired. Launching my own business seemed so intimidating. I didn't know how to set up a website, and I really didn't need to. Shopify does it all for you, and they make it so easy. It was that breakthrough moment for me that I realized, I can do this. I can go to work for myself, thanks to Shopify What I love about Shopify is you don't need to have all this technology information ready to, you don't need to know how to plan and run things. You just need to go to the platform, turn it on and know what you're selling. And Shopify is going to help you figure out the rest. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries, including your girl right here. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Monahan, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Monahan now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Monahan. No matter what stage you're at, they're going to make it easy. When starting out a new business, it's a complete pain to get through the LLC part. Taylor Brands makes it 90% easier. It's easy and affordable to get your LLC with Taylor Brands. Taylor Brands offers all the legal requirements for LLCs, such as registered agent, annual compliance, EIN, operating agreement, business license and permits, and much more. Taylor Brands walks you through each step of building a successful business and has everything you need all in one place. Bookkeeping, invoicing, business licenses and permits, business documents, bank accounts, and so much more. And our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using this link, taylorbrands.com slash confidence. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash confidence. So get started today with Taylor Brands. Do for me what, what I couldn't do for myself. It's like step one is just getting that the epic life is meant for you. And then step two is really understanding it's spirituality that's your superpower. You know, you want the quantum leaps. You know, you want miracles to show up. You want that phone call that that media outlet, that whatever wants to feature you, right? And not because you went and submitted a thousand pitches for three years. You know, so like, this is the difference. Like you can, you can get those things and you can force it and make it happen, or you can literally call it in. 
Now calling it in, and this is where I think people really mess it up because women will do this massive pendulum swing. They'll be like, oh, massive action, crush it, do it. be like Gary and Tony Robbins. Or they're going to be like, I'm going to go to a yoga retreat in Costa Rica and I'm just going to, you know, attract in my wealth and abundance. Well, the scriptures say faith without works is dead. So please don't sit your ass on a couch and have faith that you're going to lose weight. That is not spiritual principle. So please don't, you know, anyone listening, misuse the power of spirit. Spirit will guide you. Spirit will direct you and spirit will, if you're open to it, let the miracles come into your life. Now, there's a line in the Course in Miracles that says miracles occur naturally as an expression of love. And when they are not occurring, something has gone drastically wrong. Mm-hmm. We tend to think that if a, like we've all had some kind of miracle happen in our life when we know like that was a God job, whatever you want to call it. And we think that that's supposed to happen like once every blue moon. Or like we're lucky when it happens. And that's not spiritual. Right? Like, like there's meant to be miracles in our life every day, every day. Now, step three is getting great at being feminine, which all that actually means is getting great at receiving, healing those injured feminine instincts so that you actually have the ability to receive your value, receive money, receive visibility, receive bigger opportunities, greater media, more clients, whatever it is. And then really getting that there's only one you. And it's the combination of all of this. The reason why I love the archetype of queen, which I so get can be such an eye roll and like, you know, whatever the crown and the whole like, uh, whatever, but the power in the archetype is that the queen is not just feminine. She is the masterful blend of feminine and masculine. She's not a priestess. She's not a goddess. She is a ruler. She has her royal robes and her castle, but she is a benevolent queen. So she also leads and takes initiation and takes risks and is giving on behalf of who it is she's meant to serve. So that's all the masculine side of the queen. But the way that she functions is first by getting divine guidance and then taking inspired action, not massive action. It's so confusing to me because all I've ever done is the massive action. And the harder you work, the better results you're going to have. I mean, this goes against everything that I've been taught my whole life. Totally. Okay. So let me give you a fun example. I think probably of some people that we even know. So I had been following Jamie Kern Lima on Instagram like for the past couple of years. And I didn't know her story. All I knew is like, I saw her in a mastermind with a bunch of friends of mine. And that's like, I first got turned on to her. And she just seemed like this bright light. And I didn't know, she was like the makeup lady to me. Like I didn't really, I didn't know her story. I didn't know the deal. I would follow her and follow her. And then I was like, there's something special about her. Like I, and then her book was coming out. And then I saw her sending her book to a bunch of my friends and like was getting on their podcasts and stuff. And I was like, I I want that book and I want to have her on my podcast and I want to share her story. The only thing I knew about her is that she had a makeup company and she sold it for $1.2 billion. Kind of a big thing to know about her. (laughs) Kind of, kind of. So when I worked at the White House, one of the things I learned was anything you want is five phone calls away. So I was like, no problem. So I called the first friend who is super close with who's always been super generous with me and vice versa. And I was like, Hey, we'll call her Jane. Hey Jane, I saw you, you know, you know, Jamie, her book's coming out. I'd really love to uh, support her messaging out into the world. Would you make an introduction? 
and I got the exactly. There was that pause, that beat, that like, yeah, you know, I could make that introduction, which you knew was like a not happening at all. But we were like really good friends. And I was like, if she wasn't going to do it, why don't you? That's side note. So I was like, <laughs> okay, let's maybe she's having a day, a moment, PMS, whatever. So I so saw another friend who like had Jamie on her podcast, this and that. And I pick up my phone, I text her, and I was like, hey, we'll call it Betty. Hey, Betty, saw Jamie's on your podcast, would love to feature her in her book. You know, you think, maybe, you know, totally up to you, but do you feel comfortable making an introduction? Betty was more straight up with me. She was kind of like, Jamie's really busy right now. And I'm like, yeah. And so I went back to the first friend because, you know, I am Sicilian, so I got a little bit of hustle in me. And so I was like, hey, remember that intro you said you're going to make to Jamie? She's like, yeah, yeah, um, uh, let me do that. So this was December 2020, like mid-December. I really think it was like December like 17th. I think I can remember it because I was leaving on a plane the next day. And I was like, you know what? And this is how feminine energy works. So I could have gone and called a thousand other people and pushed doors open and somehow, some way, maybe elbowed my way into the woman who's having a book launch that like everyone wants to have her on their podcast, right? Or I had an in-home manicure scheduled for the holidays. I poured myself a glass of Chablis. I just set an intention and I said, for me, it's a prayer. And I just said, dear God, I am interested in interviewing Jamie. I know that you know Jamie because you created her. So please bring Jamie to me, straight up. What's the sense of being having a relationship with God if God has access to the infinite and not ask for what you want? So I, because I believe, like believe from a place of like, I knew that I knew that I knew God would bring Jamie to me. Like I had done what I knew to do. And from a feminine perspective, that's enough. There's a line in the Bible that says, when you've done all you can do to stand, then stand. So I was sitting with my Shipley and my manicure. So I prayed, I set my intention, totally knew I was going to have Jamie on the podcast, didn't know the how. So this is the other really important piece of the feminine. You don't need to know the how. If you have a desire, I want to interview Jamie on the podcast. Someone else wants to make a million dollars, whatever it is. You want to be on the Today Show and everything. And you jump too quickly into the how. The how is the masculine. It cuts off universal intelligence because you're then telling the universe you're going to come up with the how. Mm-hmm. So great. You go ahead and hustle and work your ass off and think that your best thinking is your best asset. Or you can hold the desire, acknowledge, I have no idea how this could happen, but I know that the universe does. I know that infinite intelligence does. I know that God has the solution. So that's what I did with Jamie. So Chablis in hand, manicure in the other, prayed and asked, bring Jamie to me, went and flipped on a podcast, just picked one. It was like randomly, happened to be a Joel Olstein thing. I don't know if anyone listens to Joel Olstein, but he basically his message in a nutshell is, believe, have faith, good things are coming to you. Like that's Joel. So I'm sitting there listening and he's got all these cool stories of miracles, medical miracles and financial miracles and all. Joel's always telling a miracle story, which is why it's fun to listen to him. So I'm sitting there and he's telling his miracle story of the day. And he was like, so then there was this young TV broadcaster who had really bad skin issues and couldn't cover it up with enough makeup. So she decided to go and leave her broadcasting career and start a makeup line. And he's going on and on. I remember, I don't know the story. 
So I'm just thinking it's another one of Joel's stories. And I've listened to thousands of Joel seen podcast videos, by the way. So this just happened to be a random one. So he's going on and on. And then he says, and then what happened to my friend, Jamie Kern, is that blah, blah, blah. And then he goes and tells the rest of the story. So I'm like, hallelujah. So then I pick up the phone, had finished the Chablis, and I go and I DM Jamie. Because I hadn't done that. And I was like, hey, Jamie, looks like we've got some friends in common. I've asked a couple of people to introduce me to you. And normally I think they really would have, but I think that God wanted to be the introducer this time around. Was listening to the Joel Olstein podcast, prayed that I would be connected with you. Not sure if you'll ever see this DM, but if you'd like to come on the Divine Living podcast, would love to have you as a guest. So that was December 17th. I got on a plane December 18th to St. Bart's for Christmas holidays, went to St. Kitts for New Year's, was sitting at the pool on January 2nd, and an email comes in from Jamie's team. Jamie would love to be on the Divine Living Podcast. Wow. So that is one of infinite examples of trusting the feminine, trusting the divine, trusting that it can be brought to you. I didn't have to go send a thousand emails and bang down doors. I, I took certain actions I made my request known. I made my request expecting to receive, and I did. That is unbelievable. Do you know who Bob Berg is, the author of The Go-Giver? No. Okay, you need to have him on your podcast. But the reason why I want to share this, I just had him on my show, and his book has sold millions and millions of copies. And at the end of the interview, I asked him, I said, Bob, he goes through different steps that everyone should um, employ to be successful in, in their lives. And I said, what's the most important step? And he said, you have to do them all, Heather. There's not one that's the most important. I said, well, then what's the one people struggle with the most? Guess what he said? Receiving. Receiving. And it's so interesting. It's the last chapter in his book. And his book is not about feminine, masculine energy. However, it's addressing the exact same things that you're telling me here. You know, I don't know Bob personally. I just interviewed him for the show. And when I hung up with him that day, I sat for a minute and thinking about this whole thing that is just, it keeps coming up in my life, this idea of receiving and you've really articulated it in a way that I understand it. I don't know how the hell I'm going to do it. I'm going to be completely honest with you because it goes completely against who I've been my whole life. But Gina, this is so crazy. About a month ago, I had, I've had so much like stressful things going on with my kid and with work and, and whatever, you know, a series of events. And I, my dentist says, you're going to need a tooth drilled. My teeth are perfect. I'm like, this is, everything's going wrong, right? This is horrible. What am I going to do? And I'm sitting in there wait in his office waiting for him. And he comes out for a minute to see me. He says, you look so stressed out. What's wrong? I said, everything seems to be going wrong these days. He said, do you trust me? He's been my dentist 15 years. I said, of course I trust you. He said, then just trust everything is going to be okay. All right. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay. I sit down in his chair, Gina, and I'm freaking out sweating. He said, Heather, do you trust me? I said, I trust. And he said, okay, open your mouth. I said, you're not giving me Novocaine. You're not giving me laughing gas. Nothing. He said, you don't need it. And he said, you trust me, right? And I said, yes. And I laid back. He drilled my tooth. I didn't feel one bit of pain, nothing. True story. This was just last month. And when he was done, he sat and gave me like this great talk, you know, about trusting things and about, you know, that things are going to be okay. And, and just to have faith and, and whatnot. And I left there that day. And I remember walking to my car and thinking, what if things were just always supposed to be easier? And I've been the one making them hard. 
cbdistillery.com is giving you an exclusive offer and it's huge right now. You can get up to 30% off everything. If you've struggled with sleep, stress, or pain after physical activity, cbdistillery.com has a targeted plant-powered solution just for you. I love hearing how many of you have seen improvement in your daily life, thanks to CBD. So if better sleep, more calm, and relief from discomfort after physical activity sounds good to you, you should explore CBD. Don't miss this massive sale and get up to 30% off your order. Visit cbdistillery.com and enter VIP. That's cbdistillery.com and enter VIP at cbdistillery.com. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yes. Well, I wouldn't say that you're the one making them hard. You were trained like we all were. Life is hard. You have to work hard. Making money is hard. Like all of that. And yes, we all create our reality. So to the, the, it doesn't matter if it's conditioning. It doesn't matter if it's in our subconscious. We create our reality. So if we have a belief or an MO of this is how I'm going to get success. Like God's not going to like interfere with that. Like we have to invite the divine because we have free will. And so to the degree that any of us are resistant to our next level, to our good, to it being easy, to having love in our life, to having an abundance of money, to having support step, whatever it health, then we it's our degree of resistance. So to the degree that we release our resistance and just allow the well-being to come in is really the way it works. It's kind of like if you're in a room and you have like the blackout shades, because you have blackout shades doesn't mean the sun's not out there. It just means we've created a resistance to letting the sunlight in. And then when we start to raise the shade, meaning we release the, the shade, we release the resistance, then the light can come in, which is there all the time. Well-being is there for us all the time. It's just that we've got to be a vibrational match to what we say we are consciously calling in. But if we are saying, that's whatever, I want to fill a group program, I want to make X number of money, like I want, I want, I want to, but the real vibrational energy is, I'm terrified nobody will sign up. I'm terrified nobody's going to come. I'm terrified I'm going to go into debt. I'm terrified I'm not going to make the money, all of that. Like the words in and out are, don't matter. It's the vibration that we're at. So if we're vibrating fear, we attract that like match. We attract the empty room. We attract the cancellations and the refunds and the thanks, but maybe laters. Or if we're functioning at the vibration of allowing the sold out program, the manifestation, the phone calls coming in, then that's what we end up attracting. How did you figure this out for your own life? I was 
Raised in a fundamentalist Christian home, which does a number of things in both directions. One, it gives you a great relationship with God right out of the womb. So you grow up believing in God miracles on a certain level that you are loved. And then you also, at least where I was, you know, taught that there's like this good, bad, right or wrong, lots of punishment and to listen to what other people say. So I had, you know, my own hot mess express of like, releasing codependency, releasing the people pleasing that came with that, releasing lots of the stuff that just be happy with what you have. It's not good to focus on the money. If you do have money, give it away. Like I had, a, you know, tons of that afraid of getting in trouble, like just all that good girl BS. And I've studied of Course in Miracles. I've studied Law of Attraction. I've studied Buddhism, studied Kabbalah. For me, it was actually getting into some of the more mystical elements of the Bible because the the Bible resonated as true. The way it had been interpreted to me by other people is what does not necessarily ring true to me at this point in my life. You know, it's like when Jesus said, I came so that you would live life abundantly. You know, it's like, where is it wrong to live in abundance? You know, but yet so many Christians would, would say the opposite. It's been a process of deepening my faith. A lot of reading, like I read a lot of the Esther Hicks work, you know, the asking is given. I love men. I love my husband. I love the empowered masculine. I love the masculine that's inside of me. And Think and Grow Rich was a very prominent part of me transforming my money story. But when you read things like the science of getting rich, you'll get that that's really the more feminine side of money transformation and calling it. If you haven't read the science of getting rich, he's not telling you to go do a bunch of stuff. He actually tells you to visualize it and feel it and be it, even though it was like, you know, from this like old dead white guy from the twenties. When I got into my twenties, thirties, $75,000 in debt, totally had ruined my credit was like this struggling life coach who like I quit being a psychotherapist in Detroit, moved to LA, was like begging people to do $25 sessions basically. And I looked around my social circle and I had a bunch of really wealthy friends and they were like investment bankers and stockbrokers and in commercial real estate. And they were the ones that had the money for the clothes and the trips and the lifestyle that I so craved. And then I had my feminine energy friends with their like flowy dresses and their new moon circles and like really smart and substantive and in different ways, but like we're broke as a joke as I was. And I was like, I don't want to be broke. And I don't want to like be like my super masculine female friends that are just like crushing it all the time. So for me, it was very much a Gandhi be the change moment. Where are the women who are wealthy and feminine? And so this time, this is like 2004, I didn't see many examples of that. And so it was Gandhi be the change. It's like, then Gina, why don't you discover? Why don't you discover what it looks like? How does it work? Can you really trust it? Like, can you really still make money if you're firmly rooted in femininity or if you start with feminine, just back it up with a little bit of masculine? So that's really been my work for the past 20 years of discovering it for myself and getting over my own conditioning about, I can rely on me, but can I really rely on the divine? So I give lots of fun examples and stories in my book as well. So it's, it's been a process, it's a journey. It still is for me going to the next, I still come up with like the, do I go dial for dollars or do I, you know, and, and what is the right amount of action and what is the right amount of intuition and intending and visualizing 
But what I have learned over the course of time, when you develop a relationship with spirit, it will be clear and it will be guided. And my experience is when I feel like I'm working, I'm off track. When I'm having a blast, I'm on track. So for example, like one of my favorite ways to work is live events. Live events, I'm up at five o'clock in the morning. I work out, I'm getting hair and makeup done. I'm preparing. I go into the event. I work all day at the event. I do a team dinner at night. And I, if I'm lucky, fall into bed at 10. So that's like a 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. day. And I'm filled with bliss. If I have to go architect a funnel, I can go work on that for 90 minutes and feel like the life was sucked out of me, right? So it's like, it's not even about the time. It's about how you're feeling in the process. And if I'm like feeling drained, exhausted, that's an indicator. It's like moving your hand towards a hot stove, like go in a different direction, girlfriend. Like you keep going, you're going to get burned. And yet we've been taught like no pain, no gain, fake it till you make it. Just keep going. doesn't matter how you feel. It's like, we've been taught the opposite. But what now I've learned when I feel like, hmm, I'm not opposed to working. I'm opposed to drudgery. And when it feels heavy, I'm like, that's when I, I've trained my brain. What's the most pleasurable way I can make money? What's the most pleasurable way I can make money? What's the most pleasurable way I can make money? Real quickly, I'll, t- I'll tell you where this came from. So earlier on in my career, I was, you have to, like, if you're going to have a multi-million dollar business, you got to get great at sales. And so I didn't necessarily love sales, but I did love impact and I love lifestyle unapologetically on both. So I had to get great at sales. And my clients were asking me, Gina, you've got to teach us how you do sales. It does, like, I, you know, I just signed up for a $15,000 program from you and I don't even feel like it got sold to. Like, how did you do that with me? And blah, blah, blah. So long story short, I came out with how to be a sales superstar class. Six-week class, 500 bucks, whatever. 125 people signed up for it. This was back in the day. That was a lot of people for me. And I was having a blast. It was fun. And I made some money and people were loving it. And I was like, well, this was easy. Like mama didn't raise no fool. Like they can't learn everything they need to know about sales in six weeks. Like let's do a sales superstar too. I got a 5,000 person list. I got 125 happy campers in this course. Like, boom, let's do it. Gina comes out with sales superstar too. You want to know how many people signed up for it? Five. Out of 5,000 person list and 125 happy campers, five people enrolled in sales superstar two at 497. So here's what I learned from that, Heather. One, did I ask, was I meant to do sales superstar two? Like, did I pray? Was I divinely guided? No, Gina thought she had a great idea to make money. On a practical level, on the masculine level, absolutely that would make sense. God was like, "Uh uh-uh. So you know what I did? I didn't cancel class. I taught it. I taught it at the frequency, like there were 5,000 people in that class because I wanted to train myself that if I'm going to go run ahead of divine guidance, I'm going to follow through with it. So it would like train me to go and ask for a better way. So I taught the class and I had certain financial goals at the time. And so I was like, how can I make that money? And that's where I learned like, what's the most pleasurable way I could make this money? And I sat in meditation and it came in really quickly and it said, hosting a one-day private intensive at the Ritz in Paris. I had never been there at that time. And I was like, yeah, baby. And then I was like, I like the Lanesboro in London too. So I was like, yes. And I was like, what about a villa in Provence? Boom. Riyadh and Marrakesh, never been there. Yes, thank you. And like, whatever, let's throw in a Greek Isles situation just for fun. So I 
in a matter of like an hour, picked out seven destinations. And this is where I like coined like the destination intensive, one day intensive with Gina DeVee, $15,000 per day. Nothing else comes with it except lunch. And I went and put it out there. And I sent an email within the first 24 hours, a woman from Canada called said, do not sell the Paris one. That one's for me. I'm getting my money together. And Heather, in five days, all seven intensives sold out at 15 grand a piece where I get to work in the way that is like my superpower, which is transformational coaching in a luxurious environment. Boom, 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 boom. So I can go and teach a six-week sales superstar class at 497, or I can do what I'm destined to do in the way that I am, and everyone else has their own destiny as well. But it doesn't have to be that hard, hard work. It gets to be playful and pleasurable and passionate. And the biggest difference that you can point to is that you asked the divine for guidance when it worked out the correct way. And And that's just meditation. For me at this point, a lot, you know, meditation was very hard for me at the beginning because my mind would race. So I meditated in a journal. I pray and that's my conversation to God. Like that's where I put my requests in. I started out journaling And so like, I would ask God then like, I want to hear from you. And for me to like, just sit there with my eyes closed, like I was like a pinball machine. So I grounded with journaling and be like, okay, dear God, like at this point I can now ask, but at the beginning I would have said, what's the most pleasurable way for me to make that money? I'd write out, well, it would be really fun to go to Paris or the Ritz has been on my vision board or, and so I would journal it out at this point. I mean, I still journal extensively, but at this point I can meditate and close my eyes and ask and get the the guidance that way as well. Wow. That is so powerful and total goals. So I am, I'm definitely trying it. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely doing it because what I'm doing currently is not working. So it's time to go a different direction. Yes, yes, yes. And you don't have to be alone with it. There's all kinds of journal prompts, exercises, prayers written out in my book. And if you liked these stories, there's like dozens more of like literally like it's raining diamonds stories by doing it the feminine way. And where can everyone find the book? Come on over to divineliving.com forward slash book. And or basically you can go to Amazon it's where all books are sold. Oh, Gina, thank you so much. And where can everyone follow you? I know after this conversation, they're going to want to hear your podcast. They're going to want to get more of you. Super cool. Yeah, follow me on Instagram. I do all my travels and fun things there. So Instagram, my podcast is Divine Living. So you can subscribe to that. And also there is a free companion course to the book. You don't even have to get the book to get it. There's videos and workbooks and cool stuff. So go to divineliving.com forward slash audacity. And I will put all of this in the show notes, guys, check it out. This is, it's a whole new way of thinking. You shouldn't go it alone. I know I'm not going to. So thank you, Gina, for creating all this to guide us. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, Heather. Guys, until next week, keep creating your confidence. Come on this journey with me. 
Hi, I'm here to tell you about a new podcast that I am so excited about, Negotiate Your Best Life, hosted by Rebecca Zung, a part of the Yap Media Network. As a globally renowned narcissist negotiation expert and an attorney recognized by U.S. News as a best lawyer in America, Rebecca shares her invaluable insights and strategies for navigating life's toughest negotiations. By drawing from her own experiences and the wisdom of her high-profile guests, such as Bob Proctor, Mark Victor Hansen, John Gordon, and Rebecca delivers empowering advice that will inspire you to reclaim control of your life. Negotiate Your Best Life is all about how to negotiate your way to greatness. She provides practical guidance on how to break free from toxic relationships, stand up against injustice, and transform chaos into freedom, possibility, and purpose. Many times, the first negotiation you do is with your own in the morning. In the morning is when you wake up, and that's when Negotiate Your Best Life is time for you. It's about to find your way to greatness, conquering obstacles, and creating the life you truly deserve. Get ready to slay thrive and unlock your full potential don't believe me i'm gonna go ahead and share some of the reviews that are out there so you can hear and you can believe too you have helped me so much these last few weeks i was with a narcissist for two years she drove me to the point i wanted to take my own life listening to you has made a massive difference and now i know what i'm with thank you rebecca now the recovery Thank you for gifting the knowledge to believe in myself again. You have unknowingly helped me legally represent myself through criminal, federal, and civil court proceedings with a narcissist. There would be so many people around the world that you're helping without even knowing like me. You saved my life. Emma, 35 years old, Australia. If you are ready to stand up against injustice and transform the chaos in your life into freedom, possibility, and purpose, then check out Negotiate Your Best Life now. Subscribe to Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zung on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform.